Exploding Headwinds, Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. My name is Jeff Francis. I play for the Colorado Rockies. You're listening to 101.9 CITR. You make a plea for me to come to my senses Just like the time before is the time before that I Visit the symphony and I smell the right world From his latest album, Poison Season, that was Destroyer with Midnight Meet the Rain. 
Poison Season marks the follow-up from 2011's Kaput, where a yacht rock feel, including 80s-style saxophones, blended in the mainstream, as usual, with uh, Ben Bahar's mix of ennui and irascibility. This time for Poison Season, uh, Destroyer amps up a bit of a wilder mix of uh, what some people have termed street rock, so there's elements of hunky-dory Arab David Bowie, along with uh, sort of touching upon early 80s uh, British, almost like new romantic styles, but a little bit more heavier. I think like Aztec Camera, Prefab Sprout, Orange Juice, or the Blow Monkeys. There were some remnants of uh, Palast collaborations with local sound technicians Tim Hecker and Lossel that provided a couple Sade Smooth-type tracks. And one song actually appears three times on the album, but in widely diverse forms. And Destroyer's always been a bit of a sneaky artist, changing styles from album to album. And we think about some recent EPs, uh, one was full of uh, Spanish covers, five songs from the same artist, and then there was a 14-minute epic earlier. I'm definitely curious as to what Destroyer will bring live, especially if you've caught Bahar in the midst of uh, some of his Vancouver appearances with the new pornographers and uh, a couple glasses of wine in hand. You will get to find out this Saturday when Destroyer, along with guests Frog Eyes, play the Commodore Ballroom this October 17th. That is this Saturday. Doors open at 7. Tickets start at $23.50. And it's a 19 older show. And I'm going to have to totally rely on you to do that because I'll be out of town. Anyways, one last bit about Poison Season. The video for the song Girl in a Sling features an increasingly typical view in the residential parts of Vancouver. Abandoned house lots plywood windows and metal fencing in the background this is Dirty Beaches back when he was starting to shift towards more instrumental abstractions from the 2013 double album Drifters slash Love is the Devil this is Landscapes in the Mist Dirty Beaches was the alias Alex Zhang Hung Tai and he retired the project last year considering all the globetrotting had done from Taiwan to Honolulu to San Francisco to Vancouver, at which point he couldn't enter the States anymore. He then moved to Montreal and Berlin, and after 10 years in exile, managed to make it to Los Angeles. Able to catch up with all his friends, and uh, music is slowly happening in other ways for him in 2015. And his blog, Analog Beach, found through Blogspot, uh, gets in more detail about his life as of late. But the important thing is he feels no home now. So a bit of a full circle route for his life. Hopefully you've managed a chance to get home especially on such a wet evening. So, hopefully you had a good Thanksgiving, and welcome to another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program. You're found on Vancouver's thankfully weird community radio station, CITR, the voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM, and we broadcast out of 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory here from the new student nest here on campus to the lower mainland of British Columbia. Here, but also elsewhere. You can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. And my name is Gak, and I'll be live and direct to you from all places for the next couple of hours. So hold on to your ice cream, at the very least hold up for where you are as long as you can, as long as you protect your assets. Phone number of the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, since we're mixing everything live here. You can email me anytime, radiofreegak at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at 100 air so hopefully you had a nice and filling thanksgiving uh, weather definitely made nesting an option here but uh, definitely good for me at least to keep things mellow and yeah for those of you who tried listening last week well the plan was to have a pre-recorded episode in place for you since i was on the road to seattle for a relatively short notice business trip 
things were in the cards, but I wasn't exactly sure when, and it happened Monday afternoon. So, however, it appears the handoff didn't go as smoothly as expected, and you know, there's no reason to point fingers since you know these things do happen. So, since I am off on another adventure this Friday, you will get a chance to listen to what I had made Sunday super late, uh, perhaps next week or the week after. Although at this point, all the timely references have lapsed, so Viff, well over. Uh, some rescreenings are definitely underway. Some of the bands passing through town are no longer here, unless for some reason they're just sticking around. So, such is life. I missed you, anyways. So this week we will stick with our annual October theme of horror soundtracks, and we'll be listening to selections from two of John Carpenter's eerie scores. That'll be 1976's Assault on Precinct 13, with him playing solo, and then uh, going to 1981 with Escape from New York, a co-work that he had done with Elm Howarth. And I'll get into more detail about them later. But uh, it was last Halloween that uh, we heard the score from Halloween as composed by John Carpenter. And at some point this month, I'd hope to share Ennio Morricone's similar work for Carpenter's The Thing, but... Uh, doesn't look like it's in the cards unless the next few nights hold some miracles that uh, I can't account for. But yeah, so we'll re-dip into John Carpenter, especially since he has some new music out. And uh, there's actually some bit of remix work as well, too. But uh, let's get slowly more spooky with the synths. But as we get there, uh, let's talk about some bands playing in town, including some from the Old Guard. And at this point, there's only one original member of this latest reunited iteration of Gang of Four, with a reputation for the post-punk Dub funk and politicized lyrics with a socialist bend. Well, they've been a force on the scene for quite some time, especially, well, back in the day when New Wave became a thing. They took their name from a faction within the Chinese Communist Party during the 60s and 70s, and that will tie into a band that we'll hear directly afterwards with a similar left-wing Asian name, but uh, a little bit more contention has arisen. Anyways, gang of four, along with guests, we'll be playing tomorrow, October 13th at Venue at 881 Granville. Doors open at 8. It's a 19-year-old-older show. Tickets start just shy of $30. Their latest album is What Happens Next, and that came out this year, but what will happen next year on Exploding Head Movies is something off their 1979 debut. Off of Entertainment, this will be Gang of Four, with I Found That Essence Rare. Hopefully, the turkey, or the tofurkey, or whatever else you have enjoyed in the past few days will be properly digested as you listen to these sounds. This is CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Records presents Data Plan, Summering, and Aura Kogan, live in the Planetarium, October 22nd, an evening of incredible psychedelic art rock and psych folk featuring large-scale celestial projections choreographed by guest video artists Matt Crisco, Jared Brandel, Mohammed Ali Sharar, and Colin Elder, located at HR McMillan Space Center. Tickets available at eventbrite.ca, Zulu, Red Cat, and Dandelion Records. Doors at 8.
from their self-titled debut, which was nominated for Polaris Music Prize this year, but lost to Buffy St. Marie. This is Calgary's Viet Cong with Silhouettes. And the band have two nights of the Cobalt this week. Uh, they'll be playing with Needs on Wednesday, October 14th, and then Lab Coast the following day, Thursday the 15th. Doors for both shows open at 8. Show starts at 9. Tickets start at $15, and both shows are 19 and older. And for the time being, the band is only operating with that name in, I guess, just principle, just so you can attend, because uh, the backlash against Viet Cong, uh, for history buffs, it's taken from the Communist forces in Vietnam, who were the National Liberation Front that fought the Americans and the South Vietnamese. Well, enough feedback from the Vietnamese community and those impacted uh, by the Vietnam War had led to band featuring members from the late act women and then Chad Galen's former backing act. Well, the band has decided to reassess their name. So upon some time to reflect, they will choose a new name. And they outright said that uh, they just picked Viet Cong pretty quickly and off the cuff, just based on the scope of the sound. But I'm going to spend some time now to actually come up with a proper name. So we'll see if they have something to come up with before months of touring ends. Otherwise, let's see what 2016 holds for them and who they will become. Now behind me, this is Alan Hawkshaw with Strange Ways, and this is off the 1977 KPM album, The Road Forward. And I will hop over to another act that renamed itself recently. And who else is coming to town? Though in this case, it's not tied to community protest, but uh, likely some impending copyright infringement. So St. Pepsi likely would not have been able to hold on to that name for much longer. So the man behind it, a New York producer, Ryan DeRobertis, has opted for a different name, Skylar Spence. And um, as St. Pepsi, he was part of the recent vaporwave movement, the... uh, with the new album that he has out. Uh, some more power pop elements have crept into his laptop. So the new album is Prom King, and he's touring in support of that, along with Kiro Kiro Bonito, and then local Chapel Sound member James Dean. And they'll be at the Fortune Sound Club at 147 East Pender. That will be this. It's a good thing I didn't write the day down. Uh, as far as I remember, it is this Wednesday, October 14th. But check the Fortune Sound Club site for more information, especially <laughs> accuracy. Uh, perhaps I'll dig it up for the next break here. But anyways, uh, doors will open at 9. Tickets start at $18. This is a 19-older show. And, uh, yeah. Debut album of Skylar Spence's Prom King, but we're not going to hear anything off of that. Mostly because uh, I have not heard a copy of it, although I've heard bits on SoundCloud. But uh, I want to go with something that at least acts as a transitional bridge. So we'll go back to the 2013 St. Pepsi release, Hit Vibes. And this is the song that gives him his new name. So this will be St. Pepsi with the song Skylar Spence. So when you see the act Skylar Spence, you have some idea what you're getting into. Thank you. 
The Canadian federal election is coming up on October 19th. It's important that you get registered in order to vote. To register, or check if you're already registered, you can visit the Elections Canada website at www.elections.ca. We also have lots of information for voters, including necessary ID, writing information, and the location of Elections Canada offices. If you're registered, you should receive a voter information card by mail telling you when and where to vote. You can also use the online voter information service. You can vote on election day at your designated polling station, on advanced polling days between October 9th and October 12th, at any Elections Canada office, or by mail. Elections Canada offices are now open seven days a week. To vote by mail, you need to apply by October 13th, online, by mail, or at any Elections Canada office. Remember, get informed, register, and vote by October 19th.
Turning back the clock to 2012, that was Toronto's Trust, and off of their TRST album, you know, self-titled minus the letter U, that was This Ready Flesh. And at the time, Trust was the duo of uh, Robert Alphons and Ostra's Maya Postepsky, kind of hearkening to the old Crystal Castle sound, but keeping it extra gothy. But after touring in support of Trust, or Turst, uh, Postepsky left Trust to focus on Ostra, so it left Alphons to go solo. Trust's latest album with Alphonse Solo was 2014's Joyland. And uh, from their album Law Unit, which came out this year through the new Death Waltz Originals offshoot of the Death Waltz re-releases, this is Antoni Mayoavi and Umberto with Taxidermy. And Mayoavi is a Bristol musician. I'm not sure of his uh, real name, but I'm assuming that's an alias. Uh, he's based in Berlin now, and he heads up the label gloriously called Giallo Disco combining Italian horror with obscure synth music. You know, Umberto is an L.A.-based project headed up by the former Kansas City man Matt Hill. And in the past, Maiovi and Umberto did a rescore of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the first release through the Death Waltz originals. Uh, that came out last year. It was called The Hook and Pull Gang, referencing the original 1974 film. So at some point, I kind of need to fully digest what they did to get the original 1974 soundtrack somehow because it didn't come out in an original form. And then uh, some other material tied to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There's no other better movie title in there at all. Uh, maybe I'll be looking at the 2013 remake. Just some fuel for thought for a future exploding head movie experience. Uh, we'll continue along with the dark vibes with this next act. They're from Montreal. Noir is the alias of Jesse Osborne Lathier, and in 2010 he debuted some music uh, partnering with Philippe Charbonneau for a release called The Analog Teeth Stew. So from that, this will be Noir and Philippe Charbonneau with a little something called The Egg Steam. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, online at www.citr.ca.
Last night, I left the bar. I was thirsty, and I don't drink wine. I was desperate. I needed blood. I turned to the only place I could. The only place that could possibly help me. Hello, I need some blood. A, positive or negative, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, we're all out of A, positive and negative. Would you like some O instead? No, no, that won't do. Thank you, good night. Save me. Save yourself. Give blood, voluntarily. This message was brought to you courtesy of the Canadian Blood Services and CITR Radio 101.9 FM.
from the 2014 compilation Plus, as in the plus sign. That was Beak with Dursley. And the important thing to do with Beak is you spell it with a greater sign after it and all caps. B-E-A-K. And uh, they hail from Bristol. And as a cosmic music-inspired trio, they've released a lot of fun little music in that kind of dark vein. Uh, their profile's raised somewhat, not only by the presence of uh, Billy Fuller, who's backed up with Robert Plant and Matt Loveridge of MXLX and Fairhorns fa- fame. They also have Jeff Barrow of Portishead. Uh, Beak recently scored the British film Couple in a Hole, which screened at the recent Toronto International Film Festival. So once some more material pops up with that film as it gets a bit of a wider release, I'll see what I can do. And Barrow has been active in the film scene, not just with Beak, but it's also in collaboration with Ben Salisbury for uh, this year's film Ex Machina. And uh, then with Portishead, but a little bit of a fun ABBA cover that appears kind of satirically in the J.G. Ballard adaptation High Rise, which screened at the Vancouver International Film Festival this year. There's a lost soundtrack associated with Barrow and Salisbury I want to look at soon, but... uh, I may have to join the rest of the queue of other obvious choices I still need to tackle. But always a plenty of fun that way. Behind me, this is Pearson Sound, and off this year's self-titled release, this is Gristle. At some point, I need to actually play some throbbing gristle again, especially for October or any of these darker months. We'll get a bit of Montreal cold wave here, though, uh, for the next couple sets. Uh, starting off with Spastic Joy. It's the duo of Menace and Ruben Vitrio. They've been quiet since their soul release, which was 2011's God's Lover. Though that's not to say that they haven't made any other music since then. I just may not be aware of it. From God's Lover, this will be Spastic Joy with a song which references the Nazi German campaign to boost the birth rate of Aryan families by having all the blonde folks go to camp and make as many babies as possible. A bit of a weird political thread going on through this show, which I wasn't expecting. But anyways, uh, this will be Levensborn, which is German for the fount of life.
is hosting Canada's only international art book fair in Vancouver, and it's free and open to the public. This Festival of Artists Publishing features books, magazines, zines, and printed ephemera, as well as digital, performative, and other experimental forms of publication. The Art Book Festival takes place on October 17th and 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. at the Vancouver Art Gallery.
Nice little double show in Montreal. Cold wave there. Firstly with Spastic Joy and Lebensborn. And then we heard Police de Meur with the B-side too there. Non parlons plus. That was a monde sans évasion possible. A world without possible escape. And Police de Meur translates as Vice Squad, which is taken from a 1987 French thriller. And the quartet that is Police de Meur have been active for quite a few years. And the most recent release was Ceux qui restent which came out last month through Mannequin Records, and the title refers to another French film, a 2007 drama, which translates as Those Who Remain. And in the background here, this is Ola Cranon with Paraview of the 2014 release, Aphelion. We're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver, and one of the things that we try to do every week is talk about which soundtracks are coming out this week. And, uh... Of course, next week's kind of pre-recorded is going to be completely off, but we'll do what we can at that point to sort of get you caught up. But anyways, as new soundtracks go, Thomas Newman's work for Bridge of Spies, the latest Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg work, that is out through Hollywood Records. Danny Elfman's work for the, I think it's a film adaptation of Goosebumps, although I'm more familiar with the TV series. Uh, Laurent Equim and his work for the film Momentum is out through Varese Saraband. And then Bruno Coulet known for his work for the film Coraline. Uh, he does the music for the film Mune. Otherwise, as re-releases go, we'll talk about Cole Porter. His music from At Long Last Love is out. Uh, Jim Manzi's work for From a Whisper to a Scream will be out this week. And then out through Silver Screen, it'll be the Jerry Goldsmith score to Legend. Perhaps in my absence for the next couple weeks, what I'll do is I'll dig up the ones that are coming up for the forthcoming weeks, so... Allow me to pause and then collect that for the next upcoming break. Otherwise, we'll go back 30 years now for apparently the first ever all-synth album released in Canada. And it's another Montreal act. They were called Rational Youth. And they originally were part of punk circles before they got keyboards and plugged in. And their 1982 album, Cold War Nightlife, was uh, released on a vinyl back then. And it was re-released on a CD back in 1997 after a fan campaign. And for a time, there was talk of a vinyl re-release in 2010, but that didn't appear to happen. Although, I did find on Discogs that there was a vinyl-on-demand campaign made last year. However, as part of a recent reunion of three of the four original members, several live recordings from 1983 were released onto cassette. But let's go back to the original. From Cold War Nightlife, this will be Close to Nature by Rational Youth.
Friday from 10 to 11 with your host John P for the best in post-rock, drone, ambient, experimental, and noise. Beautiful country. You know, I rode out here about 50 years ago on a little done horse and started a film career. Picture called The Big Trail. Well, I made quite a few since then. Some good, some bad. Matter of fact, in those days, CITR. Matter of fact, they come in pretty handy anytime. It's kind of nice to know you have something set aside. So if you ever figure, remember that CITR can be mighty helpful.
name of their band is a prairie province but they hail for orlando florida from their 2012 divine kind single that was venom by saskatchewan and the quartet of saskatchewan play up a boy band angle based on some of the other acts that uh, come from their hometown or perhaps the entire disney lifestyle but uh this saskatchewan are shoegazy dream pop act through and through and back in august they released a new single called delusive which uh, keeps up the ambience we just heard and behind me, threatening to take over parts of the show earlier, this is Leisure Birds off the 2014 Tetrahedron album. This track is Seven Spirals with what appears to be vocals, which I wasn't anticipating because obviously I've heard other parts of this where it's long stretches of nothing. Just uh, how sometimes we hope our show goes here. Anyways, my name is Gak. The name of the show is Exploding Hemingways. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver from unceded Musqueam Territory. Broadcasting from UBC Student Nest here. 
And yes, hopefully you have had a good Thanksgiving thus far. There are still some few hours left to digest what you have. Well, I'm sure the leftovers will be kicking around. Now, since I'm on the road for the next couple weeks, uh, let me try to recap at least what one of the local theaters is going to be screening. And uh, we'll look at the Cinematheque at 1131 Howe Street. So aside from a new 35mm print of the 40s film From Meyerling to Sarajevo, which will be screening from uh, this Thursday, October 15th, to next Monday, October 19th, except for Saturday, uh, there'll be a documentary about the forbidden films in Nazi Germany. I was not fully expecting a World War II thing to be playing up with this uh, show here. Aside from that, there'll be a documentary... Well, that was the documentary here. There'll be a Win a Vim Vendors retrospective that starts next Thursday, October 22nd, and they'll continue through various nights through to November. And uh, one of the films they'll be screening is Paris, Texas, something we have profiled here in the past on Exploding Head Movies. Otherwise, uh, prior to Halloween, there'll be a Friday, October 30th screening of Barbarella and Rosemary's Baby, so bring costumes. You can win prizes. Or at least drink refreshments. I definitely need to profile Barbarella one day here. There's that's uh, the Cinematheque, 1131 Howe Street. Do check listings at their website, cinematheque.bc.ca. Now we'll get weirder before we get to John Carpenter here. And we'll start with the local musician Ram Haas. It's the alias of Jordan Hossack, formerly of Azita Booth. In 2013, he collaborated with Sissy Riggs on the Bed Tracks album. I think that's Bed Tracks with three X's at the end. From Bed Tracks, this will be Ram Haas and Sissy Riggs with Endurance.
Explore music that spans Eric Sadie's Musique d'Emblouement to Lawrence English's dense electronic drones and nomadic streams, Vancouver New Music's 2015 Festival of Ambient Music. Nomadic Streams runs from October 22nd to 24th. For more information, visit newmusic.org. Hey there. Barev. We're the Armenian Students Association, and we're here to bring together everyone, Armenians and non-Armenians, who are interested in learning about the Armenian culture here at UBC. Find us on Facebook at ASA UBC to stay up to date. We look forward to seeing you at our future events.
from Waterloo, Ontario, where I went to school. I tried volunteering at CKMS, which is now has a different name and disassociated with the university. That was Solar Solar, with a new song uploaded onto Bandcamp or SoundCloud in the past couple weeks. Get the strings right. Now, it's too early to tell if this is a taste of a follow-up to the previous release, which was 2013's Royal Tigers, but there's definitely more of a poppy flair to this. Then again, if you download that song, you'll notice it's labeled Track 2, so we shall see. This is the Monroe Music Center behind me with Harry Ferry Hataruna, and this is off the 2010 release, Music Concrete for Beginners. And uh, this will nicely kind of segue us to John Carpenter, but before that, let's get to a weird little track aping his style and most of his name, and the name John Crapander. Well, he's been posting very moody synth songs on his SoundCloud for quite some time, and this is a track that he did back in 2012. So this will be John Crapenter with the Rogue Warriors dance final, and after that we will follow up with some proper John Carpenter. It's almost like those weird uh, typographical URLs that uh, people use to register if you're trying to access a site. Imagine going to Facebook.com, but you mistyped it, and somehow you went to Facebook or Google with three O's. I think Google re-registered every possible typo that they had. But, eh. The power of not using your fingers properly. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver.
CITR presents The Internet, a modern soul collective straight out of LA, featuring Sid the Kid and Matt Martians. Catch them Saturday, October 31st at the Alexander Gastown. Tickets available at Red Cat, Zulu, Beat Street, Dipped, and TimmerConcerts.com. Like film? Cinephiles, movie buffs, and voyeurs alike rejoice at their new weekly feed, satisfying your filmic curiosity, your lust for cinema, your critical edge. UBC Film Society, the on-campus place for cinematic pleasure, brings you The Real World, a segment dedicated to both contemporary and classic films, the industry, and Vancouver's film scene. Every week, 8 to 9 a.m. on Thursdays on CITR 101.9 FM. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7.
From this year's album, John Carpenter's Lost Themes. That was Night. And Lost Themes marks the director's debut album, despite all the scores and soundtracks that he has released tied to at least most of his films. And Carpenter co-wrote Lost Themes with his son, Cody. Back, the only son that he had through Adrian Barbeau. And then composer Daniel Davies. And Lost Themes definitely hit a nerve to the point that uh, he's going to start touring as part of the music that was released. And uh, do this Friday, October 16th through Sacred Bones, which released Lost Themes. A remix album is coming out featuring reinterpretation by acolytes like Zola Jesus, Blank Mass, and then J.G. Thurwell of Fetus, or then Venture Brothers fame. And Carpenter's films have always had a cult classic audience, so does make well it makes a lot of sense why uh, musically it's kind of the same vein that way and uh yeah he started making films back when he was studying film at usc so some of his student films include the eight minute captain voyeur which the usc archives recently discovered in 2011 as uh kind of having a uh, precursor or at least give some more context to his 1978 breakout film halloween which i profiled here on exploding head movies last year around this time and actually in the background here this is part of that Halloween theme, though from the second sequel. So from 1982's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, this is Carpenter along with Alan Howarth with Chariots of Pumpkins. We'll get a collaboration with Howarth and Carpenter shortly, but uh, let's talk a little bit more about John Carpenter here. In 1970, he won an Oscar for the best live-action short film for something called The Resurrection of Broncho Billy. Perhaps Bronco Billy, but with an H in there. And that screened for years in North America after its release. In 1974, he made his full-length debut with Dark Star, a sci-fi black comedy that he co-wrote with Dan O'Bannon, who later gained fame for his FX work in Star Wars and Alien. Due to the low budget that they had for Dark Star, they ended up tackling most every part of the production. And in Carpenter's case, along with directing and producing, Dark Star is where he first wrote his own music for film, opting for the simple synthesizer tracks that we know him quite well for and defined his style. 1976, he made his proper film debut. At least according to him, that's Assault on Precinct 13. And similar to all the jobs they did with Dark Star, he did everything I said before along with editing the film. And uh, originally Carpenter was hoping to do a Western, originally based on the John Wayne film Rio Bravo. But based on the budget that he had, he had to rejig the setting. So the story became about a police precinct, soon to be decommissioned in its final hours and the unfortunate timing involving an urban gang seeking revenge for a recent sting. So they attack the skeleton crew watching the station, along with some of the prisoners who just happened to be in the premises there, and whoever else was just caught in the crossfire. So Carpenter wrote the score to Assault on Precinct 13 in three days, and he relied on several banks of synthesizers that uh, each had to be reset when another sound had to be created, so... Carpenter was said to, when I did my original themes for Assault, it was done on very old technology. It was difficult to get the sounds, and it took very long to get something simple. So what he did is he made roughly three to five separate pieces of music and then edited it to the film as appropriate. So the music dictated the editing. And the main title theme was partially inspired by both Lalo Schifrin's score to Dirty Harry and then Led Zeppelin's Immigrant Song. So pay attention. As we're about to listen to the main title, also pay attention to a held high synthesizer note with no other changes except for some frequency modulations. And that becomes the musical motif of the gang members. Anytime you hear synths and drum machines, that represents the city and the gang. This will be John Carpenter with the main title. <laughs> 
1976 film of his, Assault on Precinct 13.
So from Assault on Precinct 13, we start with the main title. Do, 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 do. And out of curiosity, a vocal version of that theme called You Can't Fight It, uh, featuring lyrics and production by Kenny Lynch and recorded by the Trinidadian singer Jimmy Chambers. It was released in the UK as a 45 in 1978, but it failed to chart. Apparently super rare. Something uh, I tried looking for. Initial search didn't pan out. It's on the Pi label with a Y, so maybe that can help out that way. Otherwise, as influences go, uh, various electronic hip-hop artists have sampled the title song, including Africa Bombada, Tricky, Dead Prez, and Bomb the Bass. And I'm thinking, based on memory, that there's a throbbing gristle track that relies on that same hook, but I couldn't find it in time to actually translate it. Otherwise, it's said that U2 took the bass line and used it for uh, their 1983 song, New Year's Day. The main theme was reworked in 1986 as an Italo disco 12-inch, and then it became part of a hook for a 1990 rave song called Hardcore Uproar. After the main theme, we heard The Windows, which features more of that percussion, and then uh, kind of got a little ambient there with a track called Julie, named after one of the secretaries who was stuck in the police station when all things went wrong. And along with the elements I had previously mentioned, um, there was a plaintive electric piano theme for the cops, and it pops up in moments, and at some point he actually whistles it. So someone was quoted as saying it was a non-diegetic realization of a diegetic source. Diegetic meaning music as within heard of the context of the film itself, like the people, the characters, the setting, they could hear it. And despite all the influence Carpenter's music had on Assault on Precinct 13, um, the film score remained only available on a bootleg form until 2003 when it was given a release through a French label called Record Makers. But I've been relying on the 2013 re-release here through the Death Waltz label with the re-releases. There's also a 2005 remake of Assault on Precinct 13 starring Ethan Hawke and Lawrence Fishburne. It didn't do so well. And it features a Graham Ravel score, which, you know, semi-adequate to me. Now, behind me, this is a cut from the second Carpenter score, a profile from 1981's Escape from New York. This was back to the pod, and the crazies come out. And Escape from New York was written in Carpenter in the wake of Watergate. And it's a doozy of a premise if you haven't heard of it before. In the future of 1997, Manhattan is converted into a prison island, and the President of the United States is caught inside after an accident on Air Force One. And Kurt Russell heads up the cast as the legendary Snake Pliskin, a convict tasked to get the President out. But he's only got 24 hours, because he's got some explosive devices there. And also, there's a peace negotiation, or something that has to happen that way. You know, all that wonderful stuff that way. Uh, Russell had actually worked with Carpenter in the past on a 1979 TV film about Elvis. And uh, that sort of marked a proper return of the former child star. Because back in the day, in the 60s and 70s, Kurt Russell was a child actor. I think the computer wore tennis shoes and something maybe with a shaggy dog or something. A whole bunch of Disney films. So Snake Plissken allowed to break out of that uh, typecasting and uh, became a comical action star in the 80s. So for Escape from New York, uh, Carpenter worked with Alan Howarth on the score, and Howarth is a sound designer who moved from Cleveland, Los Angeles as a keyboardist with the jazz fusion act The Weather Report. Howarth ended up working on the sound design for the 1979 Star Trek motion picture and started working with Carpenter on Escape from New York, and they had worked on a half dozen films together, including a good portion of the Halloween series, which we heard earlier. So we're going to start with our first work together here on Escape from New York, and we'll begin... Well, we already began a little bit, but I will not talk over The Duke Arrives before we hear The Barricades. 
So from their score to Escape from New York, going back to 1981, that was John Carpenter and Alan Howarth starting off with The Duke Arrives, then The Barricades, then we heard a piece there called Over the Wall, and that sort of like groovy soul number we just heard at the end there is called The Atlanta Bank Robbery. And the weird thing about that is uh, that track doesn't actually appear on the soundtracks, or the soundtrack releases of Escape from New York, but it appeared as sort of like a bonus track of sorts to the soundtrack to Big Trouble in Little China, John Carpenter's attempt at a fusion of uh, kung fu and fantasy. That's a cult classic on its own, much like most of John Carpenter's films itself. Anyways, uh, Escape from New York. Everyone was fully expecting a sequel to pop up immediately based on the success it had, but it took it 15 years until uh, Escape from Los Angeles came out in 1996. Um, That movie is contentious. I mean, following in the wake of Escape from New York and then featuring surfing through what became the San Andreas Fault and some other weird shtick that way. You know, there's some people that uh, definitely attest to what it's good for. Uh, speaking of Alan Harworth, uh, he has won two Oscars in the past for Best Sound Effects, uh, for his work for The Hunt for Red October, and then Bram Stoker's Dracula. And he continues to work in both sound design and composition, sticking primarily with horror and sci-fi. Meanwhile, John Carpenter, his most recent film was 2010's The Ward, and that comes nine years after his previous film, Ghosts of Mars. And he's outright said at this point that he's kind of fits outside of what the current Hollywood model is. And, you know, unless you're going for superheroes or action that way, or then something very low-key, he's kind of like a misfit at this point. But the good news is that he is into music. So, again, from this year's Lost Themes album, this is John Carpenter with Vortex. And if you're heading to Iceland next July, July 1 through 3, 2016... It will be in Asbro as part of the All Tomorrow's Party Iceland Festival. So, what we can't get in Hollywood, at least we can get sonically. Anyways, that's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming about 9 o'clock, it is The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and it'll take you midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Thanksgiving Monday broadcast. If you missed any of this week's episode, it should be available as a podcast shortly via www.citr.ca. If you haven't been to the website recently, it's been redesigned. And you can actually catch up on past shows because each page or each show has its own little site now. You can also search iTunes for all of the station's fine programming and Exploding Head Movies should be there. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air. Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook, Tumblr, and Google+. But you can email me, radiofreegack at gmail.com. So for the next two weeks, I'm back on the road, but for pleasure this time. Hopefully I'm able to relax. I'll be in Portugal and Spain. So it'll be take two of the show intended for last week. and It'll focus on Wes Craven the late great uh, horror director. Uh, there'll be some timely references you can ignore, but, you know, just roll with it. Otherwise, I'll see if I can get a fill-in, but I may re-air a previously lost Halloween show from last year tied to The Shining. So, stay tuned. I'll be gone for three weeks, but to give a further preview, I may have a live act lined up for the first show in November. We'll end with Deep Cops. It's a British act tied to Howie B's old label Pussyfoot. And this 1997 track features some vintage Spielberg scares going back, going back 40 years. This will be Scream from Jaws. So I hope you had a pleasant Canadian Thanksgiving. Americans, a good Columbus Day. Otherwise, hopefully you get a chance to stay dry. Hopefully you get to see some autumn color again. And you'll hear me live again in November. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. And please keep the city tidy when I'm away. And how about them Blue Jays?
You are listening to CITR 101.9 on your FM dial or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker coming right up, the Thanksgiving edition. Thank you. 